All right. You ready to do this? Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Curiosity Podcast. My name is Jacob Sparrow. I'm your, one of your three main hosts. Let's um, introduce my co-host of today. I'm Carson Pike. And I'm Katie Danhoff. All right. And um, today we actually have one one other person, a special guest, you could call him, um, one of my favorite professors, um, Dr. Dave Ingen. Dr. Dave, what are you doing to you today? Yeah, well, thank, thanks for having me. And uh, it's fun to be somebody's favorite. I didn't know that was the, that was the case. But, uh, but yeah, I'm here. Actually, I won't say too much, but I've got some work that I want to play that my students created in a class of mine called Communication and Community. You took that class, right? Oh, yes. It was an excellent class. Yeah. And Katie is in the class right now. Yep. And Carson has astutely avoided it. He doesn't want anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not entirely true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, in this class, students, uh, they at the beginning of the class, we're in week four right now, and they um, create an audio essay uh, following the standards of the This I Believe uh, radio essay program that was really popular in like the 1950s, but then kind of made a comeback 10, 15 years ago. So students do these two or three minute essays, audio essays about what they really believe, some core beliefs about their life and about community. Well, as someone who's taken that class and is always interested to hear more of these stories, this should be very interesting. Yeah. So I've got three that I'm going to bring with me. Let's hear the first one. Uh, This is uh, from a student named Masako. Saito. And I just thought it was beautiful. I hope the audience does too. Here we go. I believe in talking to people. I used to work at Starbucks in Japan. Before I started working there, I was not good at initiating a conversation. But once I learned how to, I could easily start conversations and feel special connections with people. There was a middle-aged man in a suit who always visited our shop to get a cup of coffee in the evening. Same order at almost same time, almost every day. One day, from my curiosity, I asked him if he was working nearby. Then he started talking about his work and his family. And he mentioned that he was working very hard to support his son, who was studying abroad. Then I told him that I also had studied abroad. And later in our conversation, we found out that both his son and I studied in the United States. Although it was not himself who had the same experience as me, I felt something common between us. And there was another experience. In Japanese Starbucks community, there was a specific gift card that former Starbucks baristas can have. I have met some people who use that card, but one time, when I was at cashier, there came a guy and paid with the card. I started the conversation and asked which area he used to work. Then he started talking about where he worked and for how long and when he quit his job. At the end of the conversation, he gave me words which cheered me up as a barista. 
Although we did not work together, I felt a connection as a Starbucks barista. From those experiences at Starbucks, I learned talking to people may give you a feeling of being connected or being welcomed to a community. That is why I believe in talking to people. I absolutely love that story. It really shows, it's like a really great example of、um, not only that. Just、um, getting people to talk is a great way to people, of course, a great way to get to know them, but finding commonalities is a great way to keep the conversation going. Yeah, I thought it was really powerful just the idea of starting up a conversation. I mean, she said when she started, she was afraid to start conversations, but she was able to make connections with just any of the customers that showed up to Starbucks. I thought that was really beautiful. Yeah, and I actually absolutely agree with you on that. And it makes me like almost look back because just a few years ago I was terrified of talking to people.、Mm-hmm. And then I came here. And you picked it up. Yep. yep. Yeah, well, great. I'm, I'm so glad you all enjoyed it. Katie had heard it before because you're in the, in the class. But,、um, and I think.、Um, I, I, I just so believe in that power of small talk. And one of the things when I talk to young people,、um, you know, you're different. I'm, I'm, I'm not in your generation. And I think young people are doing all kinds of great things. But a lot of times they do report that it's kind of hard to make small talk these days.、Yep. And so I just love that story about that.、Mm-hmm. Great. Well, should. Yeah.、Um, I believe you have a couple more stories for us. Should we listen to the next one? I do indeed. And、uh, by the way, these are recorded on phones. So you'll hear once in a while the recording quality. The writing is wonderful. The recording quality won't be perfect, but this one is really good as well. It comes from a student named Michael Martin. So here we go. I believe in kindness. I believe in gentle gestures and friendly favors. I believe in the saying, be a friend, tell a friend, do something nice, it might change their life. I was born in Chandler, Arizona. I was born to a set of loving parents who had an innate gift for kindness. My dad's whole existence is built on the kindness of others. He's a pastor, a preacher, a servant of God who works solely to make other people's lives better. And in turn, they make his livelihood. My mom is the best mom anyone could ask for. All she wanted to be was a mom, and she did just that. She gave birth to nine children my family, my foundation, my life. There was once an act of kindness that was shown to us that changed our lives. Back in 2008, there was a recession. The housing market crashed, and people were struggling mightily. The area in which we lived at the time was hit very hard. Area once booming and bustling became somewhat of a ghost town. Jobs were lost, friends moved away, families were broken. My family was no exception. My dad was laid off. He did what he could. He got a bunch of part time jobs trying to keep us afloat. Us kids, we had no idea what was going on. We didn't know we were about to be homeless. I remember the day this kindness happened like it was yesterday. My mom picked us up from school. We hopped in our rinky dink 15 passenger van like every other day before. We got home and raced inside, not giving a care in the world. Sitting at the table, 
was my father. And with a white envelope in hand and tears in his eyes, he gathered us around, and like a magician, in grandiose fashion, he ripped open the envelope and dropped more money than I'd ever seen on the table. Before my dad was laid off, he was a group marriage counselor for young married couples in our church. And after he got laid off, they pulled together a miracle. They pulled together $8,000, despite their lives also changing dramatically. They saved our house. They saved us from CPS stepping in, and my little sisters didn't have to eat at someone else's table because of their kindness. This, I believe. Wow, what an impactful story. Yeah. I tell you, when I heard this in class, I was everyone was just feeling so warm and happy, and this was just such a beautiful story, just showing how the kindness that you give out to the world can come back to you. I think that's really impactful. And it almost reminds me of It's a Wonderful Life. Honestly, it's just beautiful. Such a good story. I don't even know what to say about it. Yeah, I'm right right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. There's something in the class that happens, and you two have had the class, but there's something about the power of audio, too, that that I just love. You know, we sit in a classroom... And we listen to these things and we kind of know each other because it's week four. Like we might, maybe we know each other's names and we know a few things about each other. But all of a sudden in two minutes, you get so much knowledge about someone. Everything from the voice to the story itself to whatever. So, Mm -hmm. um, I'll say Michael in class is very quiet. He doesn't say much, super shy, very well-spoken, but doesn't talk much and this just showed a whole new side of him. Yeah. So good job, Michael and everybody else. And uh, there's a bunch of these that we could play, by the way. So many of them were so good. But we're only going to play one more today, or I'm only going to play one more. Right. And um, this is a, a story, or this, I believe, essay from Peyton Heights. I believe in the hard work of single mothers. I believe in the countless hours single mothers preserve for their children, whether it's one child or five. These mothers are putting forth their best efforts to make sure their children live the best life they can, even without a father in the home. I believe in the long hours they must work to provide for their kids and the nights of little sleep to care for their sick child. Most of these mothers understand what it's like to be living paycheck to paycheck and having almost no social life outside of their kids. These mothers understand the saying, it takes a village because a single mother might not be here if she didn't accept help from her community. Her community might be her family, her friends, or maybe just her sister. For my own mom, she only had her sister, her best friend, until my aunt passed away in 2013. My aunt Erica was one of my favorite people in the world, and I could always count on her to have the best fried egg sandwich with mayonnaise ready for me on the island counter after a long day of school. On those days when my mom had to work to provide her kids with the basic necessities of life, food, clothing, a home, She could always turn to her sister when she needed help. Bring the babies over, my Aunt Erica would say, just to give my mom a night without three rambunctious kids. My mom lost her best friend and her support system. I watched her crumble and nearly break, but since then, I also watched her rebuild even stronger than she was before and love everyone she has met, even more so her kids. Heidi is why I believe in the hard work of single mothers, because I've watched one live her best life without a man. I am the product of a single mother raising three kids. 
I am an example of a single mother's hard work, love, and determination to live life to the fullest and to understand that I can do it on my own, but I'll be even more successful with my community. Wow. I got to say, as a child of a single mother, that kind of hit me a bit. A bit. So. Yeah. 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 I'll say I had the pleasure of being partners with Peyton for a little peer editing session, and I mean, you're so right. There's something to be said about audio versus on paper. Because when I read this, I was like, yeah, this is really, this is beautiful. But then when she put her voice behind it, I thought it just added something entirely different and so, so impactful. All this is just amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just hearing that story just kind of made me remember when my nephew was actually born uh, back in 2018. Uh, I remember I watched my sister struggle a little bit, but now she's doing great. Yeah, I was just really, really happy with the with the essay, and 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 I think what Katie was getting at there too. It is just so it's so different when you when you hear it uh, versus when you read it or when you add other things. So um, all of these have just been been fun. So I just want to say to the students, thank you for allowing us to use your work. And um, again, it was, you heard from Masako first, and then you heard from Michael, and then from Peyton, all from Communication 335, Communication and Community. That's the name of the class. Thank you all for contributing. Yeah. Thank you guys for doing this podcast, by the way. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. I wrote that class down in my notes for classes to Ooh, take. Ooh, nice. Class. All right, you can talk to the other students on the side and find out if you should. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day, evening, or night, wherever you're from. See you all later.